This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Welcome back to Behind the Gloves. I'm Gaz Singh and I'm being joined by the Vice President of Global Affairs for Esports Boxing Club, Todd Grisham. How are you, Todd? Hey, I'm doing great. Hello from America. Hi there. Uh, let me start by just saying thank you for taking time out to speak to us here at Behind the Gloves today. Um, and I want to kind of just jump straight in. Uh, I want to get to kind of talking to you about the new boxing game that's coming up. But just before we go on to that, just a little bit about yourself. So you're one of the only people that has worked in three of the biggest sports entertainment businesses across America, uh, uh, being WWE, UFC, and now you work for DAZN and a boxing. Just tell me a little bit about why you chose this line of work to kind of get into? Well, when I was a little kid, my dad would travel around the world for his job and he'd be gone for a week at a time. And obviously I'm 45 years old. So back then you just talk on the phone. There was no FaceTime. There was no video chat. Um, and he couldn't see American sports when he was abroad. So when he'd come home, I was five, six, seven years old. I couldn't wait to explain everything to him that happened. Dad, this guy scored on this home run and you missed this, missed this. And, my mom was always like, you should be a sports announcer since you like recapping sports. And that kind of got my head going. And then I started out in radio and uh, did that. And then I got a job at a small television market, a bigger one, a bigger one, a bigger one. And then always wanted to be a soccer announcer or football announcer. I uh, grew up playing that. I got a scholarship in college to do that. So uh, I was uh, excited to work for Fox Soccer Channel for a while. But then I get, you know, my, my first love in sports, at least from a fighting perspective was boxing, love boxing growing up. And when I went to ESPN, they had Friday night fights there. So I immediately went and met with a producer, told him how much I loved, you know, fighting. And they knew me from WWE because I've done WWE as well. So I got, you know, first couple reps doing that. And then now UFC called and then it just kind of spiraled from there. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of put you on the spot. What's your, what's your favorite moment? out of all three organizations, if you had to kind of pick a moment <clears throat> that stands out the most, what would it be? Maybe just, just, just getting the job at ESPN. That was exciting. I mean, ESPN's the premier network. And the day I found out I got hired there, I was not that I thought I'd made it like, Oh, I'd have nothing to worry about. But I was like, wow, a little small town boy from Baymanette, Alabama population, like 4,000 works for the biggest sports network in the world where me and my, my buddies grew up watching it. So that was kind of my Zen type of moment. And what, what, what kind of some of the fundamental differences between, let's say, uh, working for DAZN now and the UFC? Do they operate like on a similar basis? Or is it kind of like... UFC, UFC is very formula, formulaic, I think the word is. Every, if you watch every show, unless you read the fine print on the octagon or on the mat, they all look the same pretty much. Yeah. Same format, same octagon same environment same announcers generally speaking same tone with boxing you don't know what it's going to look like when you turn the channel on you know what i mean yeah, yeah. uh so it's very much more fly by the seat of your pants depending on the organization and the city and the venue and then wwe is a completely different animal altogether so they're they're all different but of course they all have that same core element in that it's 
fans are passionate about it. The fighters and the wrestlers are passionate about what they're doing. And, and, and just kind of finally, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Depends on how big this ESBC video game is. I might be on some yacht somewhere sailing <laughs> the world, or I, I could be in jail trying to pay all these fighters <laughs> this money we promised them. One of the two. <laughs> the yacht or prison. I know which one I'd rather do. <laughs> Before we kind of move on to the game, obviously you you, you commentate with uh, with the zone and uh, you're a big part of their team, their US team. Uh, just quickly, thoughts on Matchroom signing their exclusive deal with um, with the zone? Oh, I think it's huge, and I'm a and I'm a big Eddie Hearn fan. I think he's the best promoter in the in the world today. Um, so the fact that you've got Eddie Hearn all in on this thing, and and they pulled their their deal out uh, with Sky Sports, and they're not now all in on the zone, it helps us too. You know, I mean we're the zone's global now. So, you know, I just did a fight this past weekend with Jaime Munguia, who's Mexican, facing off against a Polish fighter. So we got tons of people in Poland buying it or, or watching on the zone. We got in Mexico. It's, it's, uh, it's very good right now and a good place. And there's nobody else, no other promoter. I think the zone should be featuring than Eddie Hearn. And that's what they're doing. What'd you think of Gabe Rosado's knockout? As may have been the knockout of the year. Uh, it was think- so funny. I don't, I don't ever plan ahead what I'm going to say. But I was like, you know what? I got a feeling tonight. I got a feeling that Jaime Munguia is going to hit this guy and he's going to go face first on the mat. And it's going to be like a knockout of the year contender. So I was thinking in my head, I was like, we might see a knockout of the year contender. And then Gabe Rosado did it out of nowhere. And thank God, you can, those are easy to screw up, by the way, because you've got it just what the first thing that comes to your mind, you say, and it just boom, knockout of the year contender. And it came out perfect. So uh, hopefully it wins it. I thought it was, it was uh, an awesome, awesome moment. It was a great stoppage. It's definitely unexpected. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And back to that's the thing. And out he threw 10, he landed 10 punches, Gabe Rosado. 10. And he got knocked down in the first round. Take that two second part out of that fight where he knocked him out. And you're like, Gabe Rosado's finished. He should retire. He's yeah. done. We'll never hear from him again. And that's the beauty of the sport. Literally, one punch changes everything. It's that one percent though, isn't it? That's why we all watch boxing, because you never know. Yeah. However much someone's a heavy favorite, you yeah. never know which way it's going to go. And I guess that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of moving on now to, well, I'm, I'm a gamer myself. So this is a, a, a reason I wanted to kind of talk to you is uh, when I kind of pick your brains about the, the eSports Boxing Club game that's uh, been everywhere, uh, especially since the Canelo announcement. Uh, but let's just start so about your story and how you got like kind of affiliated with them. So how did you get involved with it? Well, I saw there was uh, a couple of people were posting things about a year and a half ago about there's this new boxing video game and it's coming. And here's a couple of, you know, pictures of it. I was like, wow, there hasn't been a boxing game in like a decade. And uh, I sent the Steel City Interactive Instagram page. I think it was just a little note. Hey, awesome job. Looking good. Let me know if you want me to be a part of it. It's how exciting. Guy calls me right back. Ash Habib, who's the owner of the company. Oh, mate, we'd love to have you involved. This thing's getting bigger and bigger. And we'd love to have you be the voice of the game. And this was last summer. I'm like, oh, awesome. Because I did that for WWE as well 10 years ago. So I've done video games before, and they're always exciting to be a part of. So I signed a deal, and I knew it was going to be a while for they had the game ready. So uh, I – not that I forgot about it, but it wasn't on my, my, the front of my mind. And then over here in the United States, EA Sports announced they were bringing back NCAA football, hmm. which is a massive game here in America. And when that happened, there was kind of a, 
a chain kind of going around. I don't know if that's the right word, but a lot of uh, people on Twitter and Instagram, and everywhere else, were saying if they brought this game back, how about bring back EA Sports Fight Night? It hadn't been a, it's been a decade. Da, 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 da. And then it, the the narrative kind of changed to well, EA Sports isn't coming back with Fight Night, but there's this game called ESBC that's in the works. Next thing you know, it blows up. People are reaching out to the company, trying to be involved. So Ash Habib calls me back. Hey, Todd, this is happening. We're getting so much response, especially from America. Do you know who this glove brand is? Are they legit? And this guy keeps reaching out. Do you know him? So I was kind of his sounding board. So I would answer him, and that happened like two or three days. And I said, look, I'll just be like a firewall for you. I'll, I'll have, have people email me, and if they're legit or whatever, I'll pass them through, and I'll, I'll do that for you. No big deal. Oh, you would? Okay. So then like two days later, I was learning exactly what he would say to these people. And I said, look, man, how about this? I'll just do all the, unless it's a, a question I can't answer or whatever, I'll send it to you. Otherwise, just let me deal with it. He said, oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. And that kind of morphed into, well, listen, if you can help me bring some fighters in, I'll give you a commission. You can be our, our whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. You know, in boxing, behind the scenes, no one trusts anybody. And if you call a fighter, is this his lawyer? Is this his publicist? Is this his manager? Is this pr his promoter? Who do I? It's so convoluted. So I come from the place of I'm not affiliated with anybody. I'm just the announcer. Most people generally like me. I'm a yeah. trustworthy guy. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to steal anyone's money. So that helped me kind of get inroads with some of these fighters and the in these promoters because they're like, please, hey, you know, he's just whatever. So next thing you know, it's just kind of morphed into we got this fighter and then we get a little bit bigger fighter name and a bigger fighter name. And then that name makes this guy sign. And then that before you know it, we've got a roster that's that's second to none. Uh, that's amazing. Um, yep. What a journey it sounds like it's been for you so far. And it, it's not finished yet. Which is probably the it's best not finished yet. Yeah, that's the thing. You get Canelo signed and then all of a sudden this other A++ fighter goes, Canelo's in, huh? Oh, well, how much is he making? I want to make what he's, and then you got to do that whole thing. But everyone's really excited to be a part of the uh, uh, the experience, and it's it's been a whirlwind. Is there anything you can tell us? Anything about <laughs> that's not out there at the moment that you're legally allowed to tell us? Well, I'll tell you this: we have a lot of fighters we've signed. We have not announced them yet. We're just kind of holding back. So we're just trying to plan a date, and uh, we've got a gameplay. I'm giving you everything right now. We've got a gameplay. Say, I don't know the verbiage because I'm not ready for this, but basically a 10 to 15 minute gameplay coming up next month right. where you're going to see exclusive new footage, everything they've worked on, the improvements over the last three or four months. Because that's what people really care about deep down. Of course, they want the fighters in there. But if the game sucks, no one cares, right? Yeah. So right. they want to see how advanced the gameplay is. And it's gotten great. So we will be announcing uh, later. Stuff's coming up. But next month is going to be a big month for us. We'll have a, we'll have another another uh, fighter uh, announcement show, and we'll have a gameplay feature that's going to be uh, out, uh, outrageous. Because you mentioned Canelo there, and you said obviously he signed, and then is this is this that kind? Of, are you just using this as an example? Where you said another A list that wanted to then jump into the game. Or is that a real scenario? Oh, of course, of I course. Think, yeah. Now, now, it's, it's, it, in regards to wants to be in the game as opposed to is in the game, that's a different story. I mean, I've, we've got a bunch of uh, fighters that have contracts sitting right on their desk that uh, they have to just sign and return and we're, we're good to go, you know? Oh, wow. So, uh, but that's, that's the thing. It is. Like, for instance, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. How long did you hear that that fight was good to go? Yeah, Months. Uh, They're like, we're just waiting for them to sign the contract. 
So we've got a couple of those scenarios, and we've also got a bunch of fighters, as I mentioned, that are signed that we're just Let, not, not announcing. I want to talk to you about that later. So we'll, we'll, we'll let's skip that for now. Skip that for now. Just keep that in mind okay. the that you're thinking about. Um, so this is a personal question for you. So this isn't like this person might be in the game. They might not be in the game. If you were playing this game, who would you want to be in it? If you could pick one fighter. Like, of all time? Yeah, of all time. Who would you? Or uh, they, they might already be in it. This may sound stupid. Jack Johnson, the first ever black heavyweight champion from the, the early 1900s. The stuff that he went through. And if you read his story, the fact that he he didn't bow down to anybody, man. I mean, we, we're just a couple decades away from slavery. And this guy is cross, is dating white women and is crossing state lines and is doing all this stuff just to rile up the crowd. Everyone wanted, he's getting death threats. He's fighting in front of all white crowds who are sending a white champion to basically kill him. And he's knocking everybody out. I just think that guy's a fascinating character. And uh, I enjoy watching those old grainy fight footage films of him. And to see him basically come to life in ESBC is going to be a lot of fun. So just quickly about the game. So in the future, is, is it going to be like where you have maybe add-ons or do we just get everything in one go? There'll be some, there'll be add-ons. I mean, just like FIFA, you know, uh, you can add on characters and stuff. Right. We haven't, we, I don't want to get too in-depth into that because we have so many fighters. Our roster's approaching 200 fighters. So as far as who's in and who's a, de who's a downloadable character and stuff, it'll all be sorted out towards the end. But I mean, we're going to have, the roster that comes with the game is just going to blow people's mind either way. And is, is there kind of a release date that you guys have in mind? Well, our target is uh, later this year, early next year. That's been our target, you know, for, for quite some time now. And whether we do an early release on PC or what happens that those, those, uh, those details are still be worked, being worked out. As I mentioned last year, this game was supposed to be very small, just kind of a regional thing. And now it's grown into this completely different beast altogether. So, you know, we're, we're, we're handling things as they come, you know, if you sign somebody as big as a Canelo Alvarez and people want the game out next month, you're like, wait a minute, you got to get Canelo Alvarez scanned. You got to get him in a suit. You got to get all that information dialed in. You got to create, that takes, you know, months for each guy. So we're kind of a victim of our own success. The more big name fighters that we're bringing in, the big name stars we're bringing in, it delays the game a week or two because we have to build their characters and get them ready. Two more questions and then I'll let you go, I promise. Uh, the first one, <laughs> What's the difference between this and EA Sports Fight Night? Why, why should people now go and buy, buy Esports Boxing Club when it comes out? Well, the roster, obviously. The roster is going to be quadruple, probably the size that there is. And forget anything you know about this game. Just think of technology in general. If I said, look, you can use a, a cell phone from 10 years ago or the one that was just built today. How much better is the cell phone from today going to be? Yeah. You know, the, the EA Sports Fight Night game came out in 2010. It's been over a decade. So, I mean, just based on that technology alone, and, and forget the fact that we're now doing 4K and 8K scans and 147, you know, all that stuff. Throw that out the window and just go buy 10 years of technology advancements, and it's going to be amazing. Perfect. And the, the kind of, I want to have a little bit of fun with this last question. So I'm going to fire out some names to you. Uh, and if we can go along, along the lines of saying, I don't know, maybe planning on speaking to or speaking to or <laughs> oh, trying to get me fired here all right uh, just as much as you can give us okay so first one floyd mayweather i don't know does anyone ever talk directly to floyd mayweather we spoke to his friend's cousin's buddy who works at a car dealership that said they pass on you know it's that sort of thing but he knows about the game and he's he's uh he's interested triple g talk okay manny pacquiao 
you talk, I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. I mean, he has like a whole tribe with him, bro. You got to speak to the, the A level guy to get to the B level guy to see. So he's probably Z. We're probably at about W right now to get to Z. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Well, that's the next one. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. You know, I don't really deal much with English. I can't emotionally an American and Mexican fighters. So I know Anthony Joshua is well aware of the game. Where it stands with him, I have no idea. Well, okay, Tyson Fury, because he fights in America now. He's, yes, he's, Tyson, he's Fury. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is very well aware of ESBC, and we, we you know, we, we hope we can get him. Let me just put it to you that way. Dillian White. Dillian White. Huh, I don't know about Dillian White. I haven't spoken to him, um, but I'm sure someone over in the UK has. Okay. And here's what you got to think. Everyone had everyone comes at me with like an individual fighter. Like, what about this guy? What about this guy? I'm like, you realize over the history of boxing, there's been hundred thousand fighters. You know, someone comes to me and goes, "What about Aaron Pryor? Or what about uh, this guy who who knocked out this guy?" And I'm like, "Bro, you could do this all day long." You know, it's like <laughs> name the greatest players in Premier League history. You know, there's thousands of them. You know, do you have Kavalashvili signed? What about David Ginola? What about Aspria? What about you know? What I mean, you could go down and down the list, but we're hoping to get most of the top 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 okay. guys. I've only got a, f- a few more names for you. Next one, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. I will say this. At first, it seemed like Deontay was not interested. Or the people who talked to his advisors weren't interested. But they might be interested. We'll see. Yeah, perfect. And this one's a bit of a curveball. Conor McGregor. He's technically got... McGre- well, you have to work... You- see, he's got all those contractual obligations with UFC. So it's, it's, pro- it's almost 100% a no-go with any... Uh, under contract UFC fighter and the last two for you first one being Eddie Hearn because I know there's not just fighters in a game Eddie Eddie Hearn uh well you know I work let me just put it this way I work for DAZN we've talked to DAZN we've talked to Batchroom they're all you know we talked to all those guys as far as him being a character why do you want to beat him up is that what you want to do (laughs) no just (laughs) it'd be good to have the best promoter in the world as you said in the game Yes, it would be it would be great, and I'm sure we are trying hard to to make that happen. And the last one for you, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, obviously, we'd love to have Mike Tyson in the game. You know, we'd love. We've got Joe Frazier. We've got some of the greatest heavyweights of all time, including Butterbean. I mean, we've got Butterbean. What are you? You're gonna get that that greedy on me? We gave you Butterbean. You still want Mike Tyson? <laughs> He's another one of those guys where, uh, you know, we, we've we've made him an offer. We've we've done the best we can. We're just waiting to hear back, and it it seems like. Uh, you know, I could say that about a hundred guys. There's a hundred guys out there that you think, hey, they're in. They're just we're just waiting to hear back from them, and then you never hear back. So it's totally up to Mike Tyson. Let me put it this way: if Mike Tyson wants to be in the game, Mike Tyson will be in the game. Perfect, and that's a perfect place to end it. Well, Todd Grisham, thank you so much for talking to us here at Behind the Gloves. Do you have a message for everybody who'll be watching this, your fans, supporters, uh, before we sign off? Hey, thanks for watching, and again, uh, stick to uh, the ESBC social media pages. Later this week, next week, we'll have some sort of update for you, let you know what's, what's coming up soon. And uh, it's an exciting time, not only to be a boxing video game fan, but just boxing in general. Some, some big fights coming up this summer. And I'll be in Guadalajara next week for the first ever Matchroom uh, Canelo Promotions show on DAZN. That's in Guadalajara, and that is uh, Julio Cesar Martinez is uh, defending his flyweight title. So that'll be exciting this Saturday. Perfect. Well, Vice President of Global Affairs for Esports Boxing Club, Todd Grisham, thanks for talking to us here at Behind the Glass. Sports Social Podcast Network.